Hello and welcome to all of our beautiful listeners out there. We are your favorite certified life coaches, the Manifesting Mamas. I'm Mary Cannon. And I'm Glennie Rosario. In today's very special episode of Manifesting Mamas, we will be looking at the concept of manifestation from the male perspective. Our guest today is none other than Phoenix Alma Santos, a seasoned manifester with over 20 years of practice and experience. Please join us in welcoming Phoenix to the show. We are so excited to share his story with you. After starting out in the graffiti scene, Phoenix refined his artistic skills while dreaming nonstop of a career in art. He has manifested job titles like creative director and art director, and clients like Viacom, Warner Brothers, DC Comics, Paramount Plus, The New Yorker, Mercedes-Benz, and BET. We cannot wait to bring you Phoenix's valuable insights into manifestation, creativity, and how he has used the power of positive thinking to make his artistic passion such a prominent part of his professional journey. Plus, we're really looking forward to getting Phoenix's perspective on Ian Slada. Um, he's a stand-up comedian who's Dominican from New York, just like me. I definitely can relate with all his jokes because like the stuff he says in his jokes, it reminds me of me growing growing up with my brothers in New York. So um, he said a joke about manifesting and we were like, no, 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 wait a minute. We got to set this straight. Yes. <laughs> but this is the way my kids think. This is the way my brother thinks. Everybody in my family thinks about it. So before we dive in, I would like you to tell us a bit about yourself. Yeah, so I've been manifesting for a long time. And so I've been kind of like having an issue manifesting recently. I've been trying to figure out why things haven't been manifesting as quickly or as intended. And I had a conversation with a friend of mine earlier today. And essentially what we what it boiled down to was the answer was that, well, perhaps you're not meant to do that advertising stuff anymore. Maybe, what is it that you really want to focus on? And I was like, well, I want to focus on, um, you know, creating comic books, creating toys, films, TV shows, things like that. And my friend's like, why isn't that stuff on your portfolio? And I was like, you know, that's a really great question. <laughs> so I think something that we talked about before is like um, preparing your life so that you're ready. So when these things are manifested and come into your life. So my, even my portfolio was not ready for the kind of uh, career switch and pivot that I wanted to do. And I guess for me, the the block, the blockade was um, this old narrative of like, oh, well, I tried to do music. I didn't do much money with music, but I did advertising and I made money doing that. So it was it's breaking the narrative of, oh, I, I can only make money doing advertising. It's interesting to hear, Phoenix, how you have reconciled this idea of how things are meant to be, you know, especially when faced with challenges or unexpected outcomes. Yeah, and we trick ourselves all, often, right? Because now I have a son, I have a two-year-old son, and before it was different i could do whatever i want it didn't matter but i moved from new york to um to new mexico now there is no backup plan there is no um, person who can save me or there's no fallback so <laughs> whatever i decide to do i have to do like it has to uh, manifest or then i have to come up with plan b c d to z right and so for me it was there's this pressure especially as a male where it's like well if you can't even like benefit provide for your child that's not a good look so there's this extra pressure where it's like all right well i'll play it safe and do advertising when it's like that's not really what i want to do so so you think that it, you, your manifestation was not coming true because that's not really what you really 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 wanted yeah the, the universe has been telling me and i've been ignoring mm. it. so it's, it's always this feeling of like you should start your own creative agency you should focus on the stuff that you really want to do 
Like you can make money doing that. So that's what you, your intuition was telling you, but you were just keeping it on the safe side. Never ignore your intuition. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what you're supposed to do. You're not doing it. Yeah. But you change that. It's like, oh, these opportunities open. You're like, I just had to challenge the narrative in my, in my mind. That's cool. And that's something Glennie and I have coached each other on numerous times because we enjoy coaching each other. Mm-hmm. Glennie is an amazing coach, by the way. Yeah. And, um, you know, one thing that always seems to come up is this idea of, are you trusting your gut? Are you following your intuition or are you letting other people get inside your head? And sometimes it's confusing. Like you can, people can get confused. Like what is my intuition and what is the fear narrative? So how do you deal Phoenix when manifesting isn't, you know, instantaneous? How do you cope with these times when the manifestations you're looking for are taking longer than expected or aren't unfolding as you planned? I think part of it was kind of like, um, I've been spoiled. Did I realize that? <laughs> like how I manifest things before. So it's like, I, I went from homeless to, to earning six figures and, and doing a cross Euro trip. Oh, wow. It's kind of like, there was, there's this um, podcast I was watching and the guy said that, well, if you were to build a human being and you wanted them to be a patient person, you want to give them things right away, would you? So I think it's more the universe kind of like, it takes time. I guess you, you get the stuff when you're ready to, when you're ready to receive. Yeah, and it's uh, there's nothing you can do. It's just like, that's how it is. <laughs> just kind of be patient. It also builds your, your resilience, your tenacity, which I think is super important because what happens when that's taken away again? I think it's important that I know no matter what happens or the opportunity is taken away, I can st- I know I can still rebuild from scratch again. Yeah, you did it before, so you know you can do it again. What you have to train yourself to do is to be present and to be happy with what whatever the situation is. Because then you're always happy. <laughs> and that's true happiness. That's something that uh, they teach in Buddhism. The Buddha was just as happy sleeping under a tree as he was in the palace. Yeah, so 1999 was, was I remember, the year before... I started working in advertising. So I was like, first, I guess I need to do uh, an internship. So I went to travel to Tampa, Florida to do an internship. And I was there for about three months. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm stuck in Tampa, Florida, you know, from, from New York. <laughs> and I don't know how to get back. I don't have any money. So I was just kind of like talking to the universe. This was like the first time where I was like really explaining what I needed. And I was like, I know I never really ask you for anything. I usually, usually I'm just like, I talk to the universe and I say how I'm grateful for what I have. But I was like, I was in a situation where <laughs> I was like, well, I need help this time. So I just explained what I needed. And I was finally able to go back to New York. And once I came back to New York, I was offered a job. So everything that I had asked for manifested within days. So I have a question. So, so. When I was trying to manifest the school and going to the school and paying for it and everything, I had a whole plan. Like I'm taking action. So I have a plan. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this and this and that blah. Okay. So it happened to be that it manifested in a totally different way. Not the way that I planned it. Yeah. It happens that way a lot. <laughs> we never planned it. It just comes out. So, so my, my question is, the, you don't really take action. You you take the action that your intuition tells you. Because with the podcast was different. I manifested this podcast too. In my vision board, I want to do a podcast. I didn't know how. I didn't know when. I didn't know with who. Um, like every time I would hear an idea, I said, okay, this is a good idea for the podcast. You know, like I was expecting that it was going to happen. But those are actions, right? Those are actions you're taking. So, so yeah, so that, that, yeah. so that would be the actions that I'm doing, right? It's not right. like my, my control. Like I'm going to control. This is the way it's going to happen happen 
what I, what happened was I asked you, Glennie, I said, are you planning to do a podcast? And then the idea was born that we would do it together. And I was like, oh my God, yes. I was like, yes, I do. I want to do one. We came up with the name in like an hour and like did the episode the same night. And like at nine o'clock at night, we were like, had a, for a podcast. And I was like, oh my God, I did this. I, I did. I was like. I didn't do any action. <laughs> what the action did I do? I was like so excited about it. Well, I think I, I think it's it's it depends on how you think about action, right? Because it's the energy, the universe. It's all made of energy, right? So it's like you have to deposit energy to receive the energy. So it's like, well, you did. You took time. You actually were focusing on the podcast. You were taking time of carving time out of your life. Like, oh, this is a good topic for. So you were preparing for it to arrive. I think that's what a lot of times people. Think say in terms of like taking action it's i don't know if it means running around the block it doesn't necessarily have to be that but it could just be taking because you because if you don't take the time and separating like okay i need to prepare uh, it's it's more like i'm putting depositing my time my energy to to manifest something back because if you don't deposit that energy i don't think it it manifests sometimes but i think the bigger the larger things is because i actually take time i set a new schedule like i set time to receive the, the new thing that i need manifested and i think that's a big part of it because a lot of times people just think like well i'll pray for it and that's it we we manifest either whether whether we believe it or not we're manifesting all the time like we do it even if we don't know we're doing it it's just that you can do it on purpose you can manifest on purpose but most people do it and they don't even know they're doing it. So speaking of this idea of taking action, I want to go ahead and play this first clip from Ian Lara. Shout out to Ian Lara. He's really good. He's really good. He's funny. No, I was going to ask, is he from Washington Heights? I think he's from Queens. Because Washington Heights in New York is like Dominican Republic too. Yeah. Like... I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> so, oh, nice. I'm from Brooklyn. Are you Dominican too? Uh, no, my, my mom is from Ecuador. My father's side is from Puerto Rico. But I'm, oh, I'm Dominican okay. by Washington Heights. I was born by in Washington Queens. Heights. Okay, I was yeah. gonna say if he lives in Washington Heights, he gotta be Dominican. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's hear the clip. Heard about the vision board? If you never heard, let me explain. You're gonna go to a hardware store. You're gonna ask them for a board. You're gonna say for what? You say it's my dreams. They'll understand. <laughs> You're going to take the board, you drive it home, you put it on the wall on top of your bed. Now you need to find pictures of people who have achieved the thing you want to achieve. People that worked hard and got after it, you're going to find photos of them. But don't do what they did, just a photo. That's enough. But you can't use the whole photo because that's stupid. You got to cut them out. And then you put them on the board, fill up the board with photos. And it's very important. Every night before bed, you look at it. And you can go to sleep. That's it. <laughs> Here's the best part. If things don't work out for you, you don't got to be embarrassed. Because if things don't work out, you can always say this. You can always say, it wasn't meant to be. And people understand. This is great. He's basically saying this idea of manifesting is putting it on a board and not a whole lot of follow-up. But I think that's a huge misconception. <laughs> That manifesting is just wishing and no action at all. Yeah, I think that's the mis misperception that a lot of people have, especially like came across the secret, the the film, and I was like, okay, this is this is essentially what I've been doing. And a big part of it, how the misperception that people are saying, like, I I watch the secret, but I'm not manifesting anything. So I was like, well, how are you also taking action? Well, oh well, they never talked about that in the secret, and I'm just like, well. I've been doing it for a while. So it's it's just kind of like, if you're going to get a couch delivered to your house, 
you have to make room in your living room <laughs> to put the couch, right? So you can't just leave things the way they are and expect, or like, let's say if you have a, a, a date, an awesome date that's coming over and your house is dirty, do you expect that to go well? <laughs> <laughs> or should you clean the house very well before your date comes? Right? So oh, there's certain man, things that makes it's sense. preparing. But that, that's, that's where my, where my thing comes. Do all men think this way? Because my kids think this way. My, my brothers think this way. It seems like this is like a man thing because I don't think this way. <laughs> in terms of like preparing? In, no, in terms of manifesting and the vision board and the, you know, all that stuff. No, I, th I think it's it's looked down upon. It's like, it's looked at like as very feminine. Like let's say. So what, were you were you ever like that? I thought that the manifestation wasn't true or there was, or you always knew since you were small that this could happen. So my, so my mother used to do this thing where she would write to her angel like in a book right and then she like always tell me about it i'm like yeah 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 whatever right and then, uh, <laughs> i was young i don't know so like let's say one one time like she was short on a bill or something and, and i was too young to start to work and help her she was like you know she wrote to the angel you know the lights are gonna get cut off I need $250. I don't know where to get it from. And at this point she was, she's disabled. She, mm -hmm. she passed away cause she had, um, was an end term liver disease. So, so she couldn't, she couldn't work. And then she asked the angel, I need help, whatever. And then like maybe the next day, uh, someone close to you will give you the money. And then my uncle, my uncle Raphael, I think it was, gave my mom the $250 to pay the bill. So I'm like, all right so yes yeah, so hey angels were like the universe for her and an angel I, I don't know i have a different thought about what angels are but i was like mom you see it's not an angel it's actually god talking to you <clears throat> so it, so since then i was just kind of maybe we do have the ability to kind of tap into something otherworldly if if we just are open to it so since i was young yeah i think if i didn't have that experience it would be different. Okay, yeah. so speaking of this whole idea of manifesting being maybe a more feminine concept, I want to play this second clip from Ian Lara and see what you think, Phoenix. Here we go. Sure. Heard about this manifesting? Yeah, women, they love it. Okay. <laughs> For the men, if you never heard about it, it's this new thing you could do with all your hopes and dreams. Remember back in the day when if you wanted something, you used to have to work to get it? Remember that? That's completely outdated. You no longer have to do that. They created this new thing. It's called manifested. And the best part about it is you don't actually have to do anything. You just yell it out in public. That's it. That's how I got here. I just yelled it out on the train. I want to be on the Tonight Show. And now I'm here. <laughs> he did it unintentionally. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I did all that. <laughs> I went outside in the New Year's when I was trying to manifest my, my life coaching school. I asked for it outside and I scream it out loud. Yeah, I did that, but I still yeah. did. Yeah, but too. like, what is the deal though with this whole perception of manifesting being a woman thing? I think we've all kind of encountered that stereotypes. And I'm curious, Phoenix, as a male manifester, how do you challenge or navigate uh, these perceptions? Yeah, that's the thing where it's, it's always, I've always been kind of like the black sheep because I've always challenged like the status quo where like my parents were like, well, you got to get a real job. And I was like, well, I've been working in design for like over 20 years. This is a real job. So for them, it's like, because it's creative, it's not a real thing, but it's, I think the status quo is, is kind of like, if you're a man, you have to work a job, a hard, 
laborious job, whether it's like carpentry, construction, plumbing, whatever, you have to work for everything that you have. Like you never ask for anything. Like it's, especially like in the Spanish community where it's like, you just work hard. You don't ask for anything, even though you're, you're mm-hmm. dying, you're, yep. you're hungry. <laughs> you don't ask for anyone to help you. For women, mm-hmm. it's like, it's been okay because no one's ever told them, no, you can't do that. For men, we're always told that, no, you don't ask for help. You work hard and you make it happen. Yeah, that that kind of makes sense right. to me because actually something I noticed in this clip is Ian's laughing when he mentions the idea of hopes and dreams. And, you know, at first I was like, oh my gosh, are people just right. so cynical that they laugh at anyone yeah. who dreams about the things they yeah. want? But then it occurred to me, yeah, well, it's like yeah. a masculinity <laughs> thing, maybe. Like <laughs> That's, that's what, I, what I mean, that I, I think I grew up with this guy because this is my whole family. They kill you, hopes and dreams. So is it like it feels too vulnerable as a man to admit wanting something? Do you think a lot of men feel People this way? People in my family consistently like over, you know, ignoring their dream just so they can like work a job that they hate because that's real. That's I think that's it's, like, it's a cultural thing. Yeah, it's a that's cultural what they teach thing. Us. Yeah, they teach us you don't dream, you go work, get the money to survive. This is what I was taught when I was growing up. There's no dreaming going on. You need to go to work, get a job, get money, and pay bills. That's what I was taught. Because if you look at, like, let's say the percentage of creative people who are earning money, like, doing well, it's like, what, 10% of the populace, maybe? Five. <laughs> That's a very, it's a very small percentage. It's like, well... Well, objectively, yes, they're correct. It's a very, it's a very low chance. But if you don't try, then who's going to fill in that, that percentage? Yeah, and you know, it, it kind of reminds me of this concept of manifesting as being the idea of seeing your life as a blank canvas. Right. So, you know, being an artist, Phoenix, does that make sense to you? Like your life is a blank canvas, and you are the painter of your own masterpiece. Yeah, it's like painting, sculpting, writing, like any creative force. You're because you're. Because you're imagining and you're you're sculpting the the vision in your mind, right? To the point where it's like I'm smiling because I'm happy that this is gonna manifest. I know it's gonna. I don't know when or how, but it will. And you know happen. it's gonna happen. Well, I've recently started doing um, lucid dreaming. So like that's if you're in your dream, acknowledging you're in the dream, and just even before I go to sleep, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna be in like a forest or, or like the like tall blades of grass and I'm going to be flying over mm. the, the blades of grass and you just keep thinking about this before you fall asleep then you you're you're in the dream you acknowledge you're in the dream and you're able to like manifest things within the dream so I got to a point where like I can like build mountains or like build like skyscrapers and like houses and and cars just like whatever I wanted just like like massive amounts of clay and just start sculpting it where it's like I'm just doing it mentally yeah, where it's that's like, crazy oh, here and I can do anything I'm check it well let me try it let me test this out so that, that that's like almost like imagination like you have to imagine what you want like because you're already drawing it in your mind so it's the same as right. sitting there imagining you what you you dream coming true like feeling yeah. like it's already happening yeah. so you're doing all that let me check it out so not only manifest when you're conscious but if you can manifest while you're dreaming, that's even better. It helps because your brain, your subconscious and your conscious are both working at the same time together to to bring to bring forth something. And, and I was listening to um, what is his name? Um, he talks a lot about the the mind when you're sleeping and 
how the subcon the subconscious opens up when you are falling asleep or when you're just waking up. Uh, Joe Dispenza. Oh, that that was the thing that I wanted to say about the um about the comedian when he was saying you know the the vision board. So the all the vision board is it's a reminder, right? And because you know a lot of people are visual, so to, you have this visual reminder of what it is you want to do because it's so easy for us to fall off track. So I, I did this thing called the uh, road mapping or I just call this something different, like the golden path. So I, I literally like sit down, I do this every few months to kind of like assess what I've been doing in life. And like, is, is this beneficial? Has it been working? Let me get rid of what's not working. Let me continue to do, to do what's working. So all the steps you have to do to get to the place where you want to manifest. So that's the action you take, you taking action then. <laughs> yeah. Like literally planning, mm -hmm. <laughs> like, like carving time out of your day to do it. Cause when. All you really have to do is just schedule it the same way you schedule something for work or you have a meeting. Oh, I can't miss this meeting. It's for work. You have to have that same mentality for your personal life where it's like, I can't miss this personal meeting. It's really exactly. Important. You got to take time for yourself. You have to know Like the bottom line is you yeah. have to go within you. Right? You have to take, because you ask yourself a lot of questions like, what do I want? What do I have to do? You know, you said the schedule, right. you said that. So you have to sit down with yourself to do these kind of things. And a lot of people yeah, don't do that. Yeah, they turn off everything. A lot of people don't do that. No, they just mm -hmm. stare at the phones all the time. And, and I, you know, I'm guilty of it too. Like I'm doom scrolling on social media, just looking, and it's like I'm wasting my time. So I literally just like turn off everything. I'll turn off all my devices. I'll turn off my phone, and then I'll just sit. And then in the quiet, all this noise starts to come. <laughs> You're like, Oh, I'm worried about this thing and how am I going to manifest this thing? And then you're slowly filtering things out where it's kind of like, it's been explained many times to me where it's like oh, yeah. every thought is like a cloud and you just, you're just the viewer. You're not a participant. You're just viewing all the clouds and you're letting it pass by. And all you're doing is you're, you're, you're viewing, you're not interacting with it. And then you start to think it's like, okay, well now that it's quieter, you're like, okay, well there's this thing that I'm frustrated about. What can I do to change it? What's something different I can do? Can I do this in a better method? And then I, after that, that session, I sit down with a piece of paper and a pen and I start to write. If you're not grateful for what you have, it's like one of these things where it's like, well, why would the universe keep giving you more if you're not grateful for the things you have already? Yeah, and if we treat people nice, people are going to treat us nice. If we treat people with respect, people are going to, I mean, we're going to get what we give. Yeah, it's like the golden rule. Don't do not do it to others as you wouldn't want done it to you. And this is what I mean. It's like a so society it's like, okay. thing. It's like a cultural thing that men, if men believe in this kind of stuff, they're weak. Yeah. And probably that's the reason why, you know. Right. Yeah, that's why I always think, I look at people who are like, let's say something bad happens in their lives and they're like, they get really nasty and mean to other people. And I don't think that's fair. I'm like, that person had nothing to do with that situation. So even though I'm going through something, I always treat other people well and with kindness because I know that everybody is dealing with a hardship. Yeah, and, and, and people don't go around doing being mean to other people unless they feel it inside. Like if you're happy with your life and you're positive and you feel you don't go around, you know, being mean to other people. Yeah, and a lot of people keep things bottled up inside. It's almost like there's this expectation that we all need to be happy, shiny people all the time with no problems. And I think the more open we are about the things that we have going on, the more free other 
others will feel to share what they have going on too. Right. And I think we'll all benefit from more openness and authenticity. But I, I would say that there is a challenge. Like if you, I don't know if you like seen some of my Facebook posts where I'm like, I'm very honest and open, even though things are not working out well, I still try to see the positive part of it, but I'm still talking about like, I am frustrated with the situation or whatever. And I'll have, you know, female friends of mine who's like, you know, stop bitching stop you know being that way and you look weak doing that oh, so it's on. like well that's my 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 intention, my intention is to help people because it's say i'm you can go through adversity and still be positive like for me i had to change my whole way of thinking everything that i knew i had to change it i, I had to do so many like affirmations read so many books because my beliefs were really like cultural and very deep in there you know? and once you learn you you protect your 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 energy everything like you protect it because it's like you know what you've been through to get here so for me i think that's <laughs> also another big part of it is curating the the people around you curating the things that you watch the music that you listen to right so it's like all of that affects you the food that you eat so i think all of that pays it, it contributes to how you know, how you walk, how you walk within the world. So Phoenix, thank you for joining us today. You've had a lot of really amazing insights that I know our audience is going to love. And we understand you are here promoting your book and some other projects. So can you tell us a bit about what you have going on? Uh, so I can't, I can't talk about the book too much. We're still looking for a publisher, but um, for, so for right now I have my website, which is uh, phoenixsantos.com, P-H-O-E-N-I-X-S-A-N-T-O-S.com. Then you can also follow me on Instagram, which is Art of Santos, A-R-T-O-F-S-A-N-T-O-S. And I have some music that I do as well, which is on also on Instagram, um, uh, S-A-Y, um, W-H-A-T-B-E-A-T-S. Hey, beautiful souls, it's Glenny and Mary here, you Certified Life Coaches. As 2023 comes to a close, we're doing something we never do, offering free 15-minute mini coaching sessions to make your 2024 your best year yet. These quick focus sessions are all about results, whether you're dealing with a hurdle or aiming for a big win. We're here to guide you through whatever you got. And we do not want you to miss the revelations that are waiting for you in your free session. Reach out to us right now at lifecoachglenny.com and marycannon.co. So grab your spot now and let the breakthrough begin.